all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. Welcome to the show. This is your host, Joseph Brownlee, coming to you again with topics and subjects dealing with lifestyles, peoples, people as in entertainment, as in sports, as in political, uh, political uh, things and, uh, you know, biblical things and different things and different topics and different subjects. How you doing today? Oh, I feel a little tired. You know, I feel a little tired. You know, not a bad tired, but just, I guess it's from the diet that I'm doing, this, this carnivore diet that I'm doing, which I want to talk about. Now, for the, let me take this jacket off because it makes so much noise when I move. So let me take this off first. All right, better, better. What I want to talk about, or what I want to, what I want to piggyback on and continue to talk about is diets. And for the last few podcasts, the last few shows, I've been uh, having special video by audio guests on here talking about uh, the keto diet. Uh, the first one I kind of went through the different types of keto diets because there's several types of keto diets out there, but I'm just going to be talking about four from four of them that's really popular uh, today, which is the Atkins diet, uh, the keto diet, the carnivore diet, and the lion diet. Now, they're different but they are the same. What I mean by that is all of those diets that I have just mentioned is a high-protein, low-carb diet. Now, if you want to just look at the Atkins diet, which I call somewhat, in my time, when I first heard of this term, uh, it's like the granddad of these other diets. Now, I'm not saying that don't mean that the low-carb and high-protein diet started with Robert Atkins because uh, I found out it started back in the 1800s, actually. But, you know, so what Atkins and a lot of other uh, doctors, other doctors, get this concept from. Uh, but anyway, I just 
the beginning for me was from Robert Atkins. It's from Dr. Atkins when I first heard of the uh, high protein, low carb diet and ketosis and gluten and all that other stuff, triglycerides and stuff, rice and all that stuff like that. Well, anyway, the Atkins diets, the Atkins diets, the keto diet, the carnivore diet, and the lion diet, which is the hottest diets out there now. And also, they are the most controversial diets because basically... Uh, because they, 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 they go against the grain. They go against the status quo. They're not the traditional, uh, per se, American type of diet, you know, that we have been programmed to believe that was the best diet, which is low fat, uh, low sugar, uh, you know, vegetables and grains, stuff like that. So they are very controversial, you know, for, for one of those reasons. Now, when I heard about the Atkins diet. It was basically uh, high protein, low carb, 20 grams of carbs at least. Uh, at least you could eat as much protein as you want. Something like that. Then the keto diet went a little farther and everything, but it used, uh, the keto was more stricter, meaning it stayed longer. The 20 gram start for Atkins was mostly an induction diet, seven to 14 day induction diet that you, that's the strictest Atkins went. They didn't go below that. The strictest uh, uh, carb gram the Atkins diet went, uh, when I first heard of it, was 20 grams. The protein was always high, okay? The keto diet, then after, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself, but then after that, you, uh, the two weeks you kind of move up in, in your grams, you know, and stuff like that. But the keto diet basically stays below 20 grams. And the same with the protein and stuff like that, 20 grams or whatever like that, okay? Uh, high protein. The carnivore diet and the lion diet is basically close to no carbs. And they are, just say their carbs probably from 10 to 5 grams to nothing. Uh, some carnivores uh, that really give themselves the name of carnivore and stuff like that, or the carnivore tribe or whatever like that, uh, they usually don't eat no carbs. And they just basically eat meat. Most of them red meat, uh, beef, deer, and lamb and stuff like that when it comes to the carnivore diet. Now, I'll probably explain some of that in my last show. And I'm doing this now so people can understand the differences in the ketos and the one you may be interested in uh, trying out. You know. And also the carnivore diet and the lion diet put a lot of emphasis on fat as well, which the Robert Atkins diet didn't at that time. Or at least I missed that. But they put a lot, the carnivore and the lion diet put a lot of emphasis on fat, sometimes fat more than protein. Okay, but like uh, the keto diet, like Dr. Weston, who's ever on the keto, Dr. Weston said the other day, you probably heard it on the video, or did I play it or not? I don't remember. His, and his uh, take on it is protein is always the main thing, not the fat, it's the protein. I kind of will probably know that too, but they put a lot more emphasis on fat. So you go, you have this back and forth with the keto and the carnivore. They respect each other. Don't get me wrong. Like Ken Berry and Dr. Weston, they interview each other, etc. Stuff like that. They respect each other, but they have somewhat of a differences. Not in a way that they're going against each other, because either or would work. 
when it comes to way where they look at uh, the diets, okay? Which is whether it's the Atkins, whether it's the keto diet, whether whether it's the uh, the carnivore diet or the lion diet. And I'm still finding that what's so different between the lion and the carnivore is it extra animals. What I don't know. Uh, what I heard the lion diet used more seasoning, whatever like that. But basically, they're not too much different to me. You still eat a lot of meat, but I think they focus more on red meat, steaks, and lambs, not chicken and fish. And I don't hear too much of poultry when it comes to most carnivores. Uh, uh, I'm talking about the full-blown, you know, committed, so-called committed carnivore type of eaters. They just strictly out there. Some of them eat even raw and organs of the animals, you know, that you get different levels of people on a carnivore, they're all not the same. Okay, and I'm gonna talk about myself because I'm doing a carnivore myself, but I'm not doing it like they do it. I don't have to. Okay, now, this is just an in-between subject, topic I need to address. It's very serious. And I can't let it go any longer. I'm gonna get back to my guests, different guests, you know, which got a lot of inform uh, which has a lot of information for us, but I, I can't, I probably mentioned this before, if I didn't, it kind of bothers me. Now, not the diet, not the diet itself, because I believe in the diet. I don't worship the diet. I think some people, some of these carnivores and keto people, ketovores do. I do not worship no diet, okay? You know, and what has been bothering me and I see it addressed in some of the reviews as well. It bothers, it would not bother you if you wasn't a believer, if you wasn't a Christian when it comes to these diets. Now listen closely to what I'm saying. It's not the diet itself. It's not the Atkins Keto Carnivore or the Lion Diet itself. I think there's a, uh, either one of those diets can help a lot of people. It's not for everybody, like I said in my last podcast, but I believe it can help a lot of people, especially obese people with chronic and uh, comorbidities and stuff like that already been, that they struggle with in their life. But what bothers me, and, and, and I'm not the only one, and, I, not, and it irritated me, and it's good to see other believers say the same thing. What I want you as a, a believer, now I'm talking to the believer, and I know some people that listen to me as not believers, they are not creationists. So this one, this, uh, what I'm going to talk about probably will bother you because you're not a creationist. What I mean by, what do you mean by creationist, Joe? I believe there was a creator. I believe the creator created man. I believe he created, created the heaven and earth, which is God, Jehovah God, Yahweh. I believe there was a creator that created the heavens and the earth and animal life and man life. That's what I mean by creation. So all my beliefs and by faith is based on creation when I talk about anything, okay? Any subject when it comes to science. The, the, uh, the limited knowledge that I know, and I don't know a lot like these other scientists and doctors, I'm going to 
Remember, I always say I put things in a biblical perspective. I'm not going no other way. I might have a lack of knowledge on things, but I'm going to keep things in a biblical perspective by faith, by not trying to explain it all the time. It's just by faith with me. Majority of the Bible, you believe by faith. You have no proof. You believe it by faith, majority of the Bible. So I believe in creationism. And what I have noticed is when most a vegetarian diet, whether it's a veggie diet, a vegan diet, or the keto diet, or carnivore diet, especially carnivore diet, when they explaining, you know, the meat side of it and everything, they break down things all the time in an evolutionist way. Now, I heard one of them say whatever way you look at it one time. I think that was Baker. But, uh, you have certain ones out there when they talk about uh, our ancestors or we are mammals or we are animals. They don't have to even go any further. I already know what they're talking about. They're looking at it in an evolution way. And when they start going that route, then I have to question. I have to question a lot of things they say then when it comes to data. You follow what I'm saying? Because I don't believe in evolution. I don't think we just evolved in nowhere. See, that's what I believe. When I look at it in the creationist perspective, it's the same way if an evolutionist was looking at, listening to me, bringing up a lot of things about creation and why I believe this way, they will have an issue with that. They will have an issue. So I have an issue when I hear a lot of these doctors explaining this outstanding diet but they base it on the past ancestors, whether it's 50, 60, 30. I heard somebody say a million years. And and, it's fun, and the funny thing about it, and I'm not going to throw the names out there, but the funny thing about it, when they say that they they numbers change so much, 50,000 jumps to a million or it jumps to this or whatever like that, that numbers change so much. And reason being because most evolutionary evolution theories and belief when it comes to numbers is just they throw numbers out there. They don't have no proof or data of those numbers. They just throw them out there because it's the evolution way of doing things, you know. Like I said, I went to the museum one time. They were talking about the stars and all that was been around since 50 billion years. Man, you would have got me a little bit if you just said 10 to 20,000 years, but you said 50 billion. And <laughs> see, the numbers and not I can't stand when people say numbers because you're lying somewhere, you know, even if you're trying to tell the truth. So when you're saying this, uh, I have a pet peeve with this. You just throwing your evolution belief out there and don't expect no feedback. But if a Christian was throwing creation out there and talking about God a lot, you will have a lot, most of them will have a lot of feedback because I see it sometimes. It seems like people, they say this. When it's talk about creation or God or anything like that, they, their feedback is, uh, we're talking about the carnival diet, what they got to do with religion. Now, all of a sudden, it's religion when it talks about creation. You hear crickets when it's talking about evolution, but when it comes to Christianity or creation way of looking in it, which is our time, is based around six to seven thousand years or maybe a little bit more the way we look at it as creation. We don't believe, I don't believe the earth been here as long as 
10,000, 20,000 years. It could be more, I don't know, but I'm basing it on that at least six to up to 7,000 years, you know, when it comes to creation. Evolutionists, they don't have a certain beginning because they don't believe in a beginning. See, they do not believe in the beginning. So they have to guess and throw numbers out there. And that's the only way you can go if you don't believe there's a creator or something started from someone creating it. You don't have a beginning number. So you just use fossils and make up numbers and stuff like that. Blah, 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 blah. See, you know. And that's, and it leaves a lot of people confused. But at the same time, people say, wow. Man, 50, 30,000, a million years ago and everything like that with no backup data to prove that. But my point is this. All that good stuff, and I heard a, a few other believers say this. All that good stuff they are talking about. Why you got to spend so much time on the evolution part of it? Because you got to respect that it's going to be create creationist believers out there that's going to debunk you. And not going to disagree. Therefore, they're going to doubt you sometimes about your data. All this stuff you're saying and you coming up with all these numbers, you know, mammals and we are animals and stuff like this. And, you know, our ancestors over 50, 60, 70,000 years ago ate the same way. What? Okay. You the same way you ask a creationist, you want me to swallow that ancestors back 50, 60, 70, over a million years ago done this same thing. Then I have to ask, okay, what's your data? Where do you get that from? What time? What, what, where did all this come from? See, you, you understand what I'm saying? So, by me being a creationist, I think that's a lot of bunk. Not what the diet can do for you. My point is, I'm looking at it like this. And many would disagree with me. If you're talking about a diet, like a keto diet, you're going to have a debate. And one uh, brother, I think he's a Christian, just was mentioning that, and that just gave me a light bulb in my head. You have the, the meat eaters. They call themselves carnivores which I have an issue with that. I'm not a carnivore. Just say you eat the carnivore away or you just eat meat. We have a problem of always naming something. Then because that and then that name becomes a fad. Then after a while you worship that name. You worship that name. You know, no matter what it is, you stop, man, I'm a carnivore. I'm a this. I'm a that. I'm a that. Just like I was saying, I had Christian, the name Christian get wore out. You start worshiping that name. Then it becomes a fad. You know, which is one of the issues right there. Okay. It's kind it, it's looks to me it's coming to the point when you look at the evolution uh, evolutionist way of breaking down a meat eater and a carnivorous eater like an animal, it comes to the point, man, you almost almost saying that we like the lions and all the meat eaters, and we are not because we are not the same. We're not the same. We are above those animals. So it's almost like you putting a throne on those animals on a basis of eating meat. Now, don't get me. I'm not saying it has nothing to do with the diet don't work. I'm talking about you can worship a diet or you can worship a type of plan of a diet. Okay. Now, the majority of, I'm not going to say all, 
the doctors with all this good advice and knowledge that I'm getting, I question it when they get into evolution. Okay? Because you have no real data to back up all those millions and thousands and 50,000 years and, you know, whatever like that. I question. Uh, I question just as much as one of the doctors uh, said that we should not be eating uh, plants, greens and stuff like that. I think that's extreme. Yes, I believe that is toxins in a lot of places, but to the extreme not to eat vegetables anymore, I disagree. And I'm not a doctor. I'm a realist. I'm not a doctor. I'm a realist. So I'm just against that, you know, about every plant. You know, we should not, we was not born, we was not made. That's 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 a term. Evolution is made. We were not made to eat plants. Now, you just said something made you contradicting yourself unless you saying we was involved now I can see if you say as an evolutionist type of theory we was not involved to eat vegetables some of us said we were not made to eat vegetables I could be misquoting them but I always question when somebody talk about something beyond the 7,000 year frame, they go to, they don't just jump to eight or 10,000 years, they jump to 60, 100,000 or 200,000 years. Then I say, okay, this person have an evolutionist, evolutionary way, the way he look at things or the way she looks at things. So I'm going to ignore that because she don't know, well, he don't know nothing about that. They don't have no proof and nothing like that. They say, well, Joe, you don't have no proof about the Bible. You are correct about that. But not me myself, but I, I bet. Now I'm not talking about money. You can find more scientific proof about creation than you can evolution. I bet you can find more creation proof. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Then you could evolution proof. See, because it's, it's not out there. It's touchable, it's reachable. And it has been proven by a lot of other scientists. A lot of scientists left evolutionary theory because they couldn't handle it no more. They couldn't prove it. And they felt that they went, they started going back in the creationist way. But I'm not gonna get into that right now. Because I want to, I want to stick to the context uh, when I've been talking about the diets. Because I'm going to hit every area before many people make their decisions. I don't want it to be based on your faith. 
when it comes to this diet. <laughs> really? No. When it comes to this diet, I don't want to be based on your faith or what you call religion. See? I want it to be based on this. Results. Based on results. Okay? Based on scientific results. See? Some things work scientifically in your body and you can't necessarily go to the Bible and say God made it this way unless you got some real proof or God did not make it this way. Now I'm looking at it in a Christian perspective because I'm going to hit both sides, the evolutionist perspective and the Bible perspective, you know, what bothers me. And uh, now, the evolution, uh, evolution theory, they're going to always throw a lot of numbers out there and they use different terms like mammals and different things involved and stuff like that. You know, while creationists will always talk about the creator or in the beginning or God created this. And they, we can't help but use God's name when we talk about anything. Me anyway. A topic. I'm going to use God's name. I'm going to use Jesus' name. The second of the triune of Godhead. That's the difference of our conversation. So even when we're talking about a diet and I'm talking about somebody about any topic, I'm, I'm speaking as a creationist perspective compared to that evolutionist perspective or compared to the agnostic perspective, which is kind of in between. But based on the evolution perspective, we're going to knock heads because a, a, even if a believer that's on a keto, on a carnivore diet, that believes in a creationist, the bite that there was a creator, and he's interviewing an evolutionist, you can look at the body language and the expression sometime. I heard this, this Christian ask Dr. Barry, Ken Barry, the doctor you heard the other day. Ken Barry one time, uh, he was talking about creation or whatever like that. And he asked the doctor, oh, is it okay for me to talk about, you know, creation and blah, blah, blah. And Dr. Barry said, yeah, yeah, sure, but it's okay up there. My thing is, why do you have to ask him? When Dr. Barry talk about evolution theories and numbers, he don't ask you, is this okay? <laughs> Why do we just have to always just seem like we need to ask somebody could we talk about Jesus? We need to ask, get somebody's, uh, get somebody's, uh, what you call it? In other words, we got to get somebody's, man, I, I, my train of thought, I'm, I'm thinking too much. Permission, wow, man, I, phew. It seems like we have to get somebody's permission when we mention Jesus. Oops, oh, Jesus, is it okay with you? But they don't have a problem when they talk about evolution. They just throw it out there with confidence and boldness. But as a Christian, we ask. I don't ask. I'm just talking about a lot. Of, I see it. a lot of believers ask, is this is okay? This bothers you, especially on television. You know, because I know one of the reasons because we are so much of the minority when it comes to Christianity. You could talk about a lot of other, every other religion, but when it comes to Christianity, 
It seems like you have to ask, you have to get permission or they will censor you. Even when you've been interviewed. When you mention Jesus or something like that, you know, it seems like they, they try to cut you off. Now, I don't want to get into what I'm talking about, but my point is, no matter what business you start, uh, no matter what school you go to, uh, if you are getting married to an unbeliever, which is an issue in itself, because any believer is supposed to be marrying a believer, period. A Christian or uh, believer has no business marrying an unbeliever. Okay, that you know. So let me let me go back. But if you uh, in start any type of endeavor, any type of business with a business partner, and you know they're not saved, they're not a believer, be prepared because you're going to bump heads. Just don't let them persuade you like most of them do. Do not let them persuade you of their belief or how things run or whatever like that. Because that conversation is going to come up. Not all the time, but that conversation is going to come up if a person is an uh, evolutionist or they're agnostic. But I'm just talking about an evolutionist belief because we have different type of ideologies of what we believe. Like I said, evolutionists use a lot of number because they don't have no concrete number or even a theory where everything came from. It's just theories. They say things just evolved. They can't even break what they mean by that. See, a creationist look at it, no, some things just don't evolve. It don't just come out of nowhere. Then you have to say, where's nowhere? How did nowhere get here? See, it goes keep going when it comes to evolution. So, when a lot of these doctors talk about the keto diet, let me keep it on the topic, or the carnivore diet, and I've mentioned this before, it irks me when they spend so much time on evolutionary reasons why we should be eating meat. That becomes a problem, okay? That becomes a problem. Now, another thing is, doesn't bother me as much because we, we should be able to talk about certain things when a believer, a Christian, says the reason we should be eating meat because they believe it was, not, I'm not using these same words, ordained by God or God, you know, wanted us to eat meat over vegetables and stuff like that, then I have to question that. You have to prove that. And it takes more than certain verses you read in the Bible. And if you don't do that, you're lying on God and you put words in God's mouth. Mouth. You want mouth. <laughs> Excuse me. And words in God's mouth. You got to line it up with scripture. You got to connect the dots. Now, when I look at it in a creationist way of being a meat eater, eating all meat, I don't let my mind go as far as calling myself a carnivore or even a meat eater. What I'm doing, I'm trying this meat diet. 
without giving up on veggies and fruits. I'm just trying this meat diet. I'm not turning into an animal. Like some of them have, they don't do it purposely, I don't think. You know, they put us and animals in the same category, okay? Another issue, and I'm gonna get to that later when it comes to animals. Uh, I seen this young man, he looked at it in a biblical perspective, which I, I, you know, I was checking him out. I said, yeah, I knew that was coming because why? Why not go that way? Because evolutionists, they talk about evolution and 50 million, whatever like that. But basically, they don't have a lot of backup. They just go a lot of ancestors or they go about somebody else's books. And this man said this about this book. So this person said this about this book. So they basically go back a lot of books. Not saying that creationists don't either, but we basically, a believer, usually just go with the Bible. And they try to put things together with the Bible. And some things you can get yourself or put your foot in your mouth, especially when you try to prove to somebody when God is against smoking, God is against drinking. You got you put your foot in your mouth because you can't put the scriptures together. See, what you don't have to do, you don't have to do. I'm, I'm gonna get. I'm, I'm gonna get to that. You know, you don't have to find in the Bible that God is against smoking or God is against this. Some things in the Bible, God is specifically telling you what He hates. Okay. For instance, sexual sin is what? Sexual sin. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. Sin. What is sexual sin? When you hear the term sexual sin, many people would think about maybe fornication. Uh, sex outside of marriage and a Christian's perspective or you know you know sleeping around or different things or committing adultery stuff like that that's part of sexual sin but sexual sin is broad sexual sin is anything that you do sexual that's against the morals of God the correct way so it's broad see what I'm saying it's broad see stealing is broad. It's different way type of ways people steal. Lying is broad. It's different ways and do things that different actions people take when they lie. Okay? See? Well, God talks about keeping a temple clean as a believer. Well, God talks about don't eat unclean things when he was talking to the Jews. Then all of a sudden in the times of Paul, you know, and different things like that, it was no problem with that. See? You look at it this way first. Things were not as, animals and stuff was not as bad or tainted and vegetables like they are today. 
So you have to look at it that way, like it, like it was, you know, even in the days of Noah, you know, things are still close to perfect. Creation was finally dying, but it was the early time of dying. So some things were still beautiful and still well-nourished and everything like that. Evolutionists don't talk about that. They really don't get into that or even somewhat don't care. But my point is, when you hear about the Bible talking about meat-eating carnivore animals, when did carnivore meat-eating start? When did it start? Before or after the curse? When men and animals start eating eating uh, other animals and men was allowed to eat animals. Okay? If you said after you are correct, if you say uh, before, then you have to read your Bible more. Because before everyone, even the animals, was vegetarians. They call it nothing than herbivores for the animals, but they was vegetarians. So the vegetarians that were argued against the meat eaters would probably would go there, even though they're evolutionists. But if they want to get to the Bible, they will go there. They would use those things that since creation or whatever like that, you know, things was made and everybody was vegetable eaters. So these are the Christians that believe in the vegan and the vegetarian diet. They would go somewhat there. Then they would go to Daniel and they would go to those different things there. But when it comes to creation, as a Christian, I'm talking about Christian and not evolutionists, as a Christian, we started out, we as an Adam, because we all come from Adam uh, and Eve, was vegetable eaters, veggies. They sin. When Adam and Eve sinned, the curse came. The curse came. The first sacrifice was what? See, the first sacrifice, we said Cain and Abel. But also, we got to go back to Adam and Eve. When Adam sinned and Eve sinned, they found out they was naked because they came into the, the knowledge of good and evil, their, or the conscience. God covered them with fig leaves. See, and then Cain and Abel came with their sacrifice. What did they, what did one of them sacrifice that God accepted? It was an animal sacrifice. So that was the beginning of sacrifices, animals like that. And it was going on ever since. See, Cain and Abel. Cain came with vegetables. Uh, Abel sacrificed, you know, animals and stuff like that. And God chose that one, the blood. See, everything's about the blood. That was just a future of Jesus. The blood. Okay, so God accepted that. You will have an argument on that. You will have a meat eater say, you see, because God accepted a able sacrifice of meat. And I heard another young man say it, but I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. I know this is taking a while, but I want everybody to understand where I'm going. I might not explain it as well enough, but I'm trying, okay? All right? So a Christian perspective will look at that and say, you see, God wanted us to just eat animals, which is, it ain't got nothing to do with eating an animal. It's got to do with sacrifices and the blood. 
So first of all, you're wrong about that. It got nothing to do with uh, eating animals. It, that was a sacrifice. Too. But after the later on down the line, the eating part came through Noah when Noah Noah was allowed to eat meat. But you got to remember, it was after the curse that we were allowed to eat meat. See? And the animals ate meat. They had the name of carnivores, came with the name of carnivores, or herbivores, and everything. They ate meat. But we have to remember every animal still did not eat meat. So you got to be specific. You have your meat eating animals, and you have your vegetarian animals still. But animals were still allowed to kill and eat meat after the curse, but not every animal. See, we have to be specific. You had. The battle of the vegan and the vegetarian and the carnivore eaters is not starting just today and a few years ago. That was going on in the Bible because you had your vegetarian animal eaters and you had your meat eaters. Every animal did not eat meat, you know, that I can see in the Bible. Let me just put it that way. Somebody might correct me. But what I can see, every animal, you know, people wonder why cows, grazes and stuff like that. Horses don't eat meat. They wasn't carnivores. Zebras wasn't carnivores unless they got so hungry. I don't even think they ate it in. But my, you, you see my point. Some animals evolved later on. See, the different type of animals. But my point is, every animal was not a meat eater or a carnivore, you like to call them. Every animal was not. So, if you have a theory that, you know, all the animals ate meat before, then you know, all the animals did not. But a big part of them mostly did. And then you go further on down the line. I heard somebody come up with some numbers that eating meat in the Bible is mentioned over 213 times and uh, eating vegetables is mentioned over 13 times. Now, does that prove that God will go for a carnivore diet over a vegetarian diet? I don't know. It could be. But we don't know that. We don't know that, but it could be. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? So I think a lot of people get mixed up in, I would say, religion, are trying to prove why we should be on this keto diet and why should we be on this veggie, vegan diet. They look at it in an evolutionist way if you are evolutionist. And they look at it, they look at it in a Christian way when it comes to vegetables uh, or being a vegetarian, they use the Bible. The same with the carnivores. You know, they use... The Christian carnivore will use the Bible and use certain scriptures like that to prove that, you know, God wants us to eat meat. Now, I'm not saying God did, but the Bible's kind of gray in that area. But if you look through the Bible, yes, the majority of the people did eat meat, but they did eat vegetables too, but the majority of the people did eat meat. And so on after that. If you're going to prove that in a Christian perspective, you have to go back that way. You know, but is it God saying you eat this meat because it'll help you in your nutrition or whatever like that? Hey, it, it, it's not saying it specifically, but that's all you have to go on, okay? That's all you have to go on when you're trying to put the Bible perspective on a diet to prove your point why this diet is the best way to do something, okay? Now, the evolution that I started off this way, they, 
I have an issue with that because they 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 coming up with all kind of numbers and different things like that. If it does does if that does not bother you as being a believer, you know, and I'm not saying it bothers everybody. They can look over that, but when they come to somebody dissing or what they call it dissing or disrespecting God and creation, because when you use evolution, you are denying God. Period. You denying God. I don't care if you mention God names or you say if, if there's a creator. When you say if there's a creator, you still denying God. You in unbelief. So if you are you are in unbelief about God or creation, then I have issues with your data and theories because I'm a creationist believer. I believe in a creator. So why should I believe all your past data about your past ancestors? Which I don't think they were around. I believe in the creation, the creation belief, or you may call theory, a hundred times more than the evolution theory. So my my, my this is what I want to say, quick and quick and say. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com holiday. Ya casi es la temporada de fiestas y en JCPenney tenemos de todo para ti y tu familia. Ya sea que estés en modo fiesta, fuera de casa o en casa, tenemos el estilo que buscas. Como vestidos para salir de noche o lindos looks para la foto con Santa. Y no olvides las pijamas coordinadas para lucir en familia. Tus marcas favoritas te esperan durante toda la temporada. Looks increíbles a precios impresionantes. JCPenney. Celebraciones que valen la pena. Stick to the proven science that you found out about the ketogenic diet in the last such and such a time of years. You will get more of my attention even more when you just stay honest and stick to that. When you go behind 30, 50, 40,000 years, which you cannot prove because of your evolution type of theory and ideology, I'm going to shut it off when it comes to that. Just get back to over 100 years or the 18 or 1700s. Yes, well, I'll go with that. But you got to go all the way 50, 60, some thousand years ago, or even some people might say a million. And you're trying to buy a, a true believer on that. And you got some, some people that's agnostics don't believe that. They ignore it. They don't believe that. Stick to the science because you cannot tell me you have science over 15,000, over a million years ago to prove your point about why we should be eating meat only. You read books. You read other people's data from their books. You read a lot of evolution books, maybe. Because a lot of doctors are evolution. They theory are evolution. I said a lot. I didn't say all. You know, you come up with these ideas, you're hired to, you know, because if you, or just say, 
you looking at it in a or whatever. I heard one of them say a couple of times, well, whatever you weigh, you look at it in a creationist or evolutionist way. Sometimes it can't be a whatever. It's one or the other. It can't be a whatever, but I understand what he means by that, the whatever. It's got to be one. I'm the one or the other type of person. See? Either way it goes, the diet works scientifically. See? It works scientifically. And it could be the best way for us. Was it ordained by God to eat that? It could be, but I don't know. So I'm going to leave that. I don't know. See, I, I don't know. The, uh, the scientific proof that a lot of meat and stuff is more nutritious. Yes, I can believe that is true. I see results in my body and stuff like that. I experienced that. But to say that God wanted us to eat all meat to help us to keep us nutritional and clean could be. I just don't know. I don't have too much scientific proof to go there. I don't have too much biblical knowledge that I can find. I'm talking about me. Somebody else might can, but I can't. To say, okay, God wanted us to eat animals because it's the best thing to eat for our nutrition compared to vegetables. See? Because things have changed. Things was cursed when it came to the vegetables and stuff like that. You know, far as that. So, I, I look at it like this. And I heard uh, Ferdinand Freeman, another guy that's doing a carnivore diet, lost a ton of weight on just eating meat and water and uh, season. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> I don't know. But he's been doing that close to two years now. And, and his before and after picture is incredible. And he cut all his hair off too. His before and after picture is incredible. He claims to be in the best shape he ever been in. He's shown pictures of him climbing ropes and stuff like that. That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. So just eating meat brings back all that. I'm for it. I am for it. And it could be something God is God used. I'm not saying it's not. It could be. It could be something to the numbers. Uh, whoever looked that up. And I'm going to do that myself. Uh, God used more animals. I mean, talked about more animals in the Bible of being meat eaters than vegetables. 200 or something compared to 13. It could be something to that. I just don't know. I just don't know. I can come up with this conclusion for what I believe. God more God had more people to eat or he allowed more people to eat meat in the Bible. Was it because he told them to or was man after the curse went more for meat for one uh, for certain over vegetables? Was it a choice of man itself for one reason ago and man chose to eat a lot of meat and they felt better? I see these things I, I don't know. Now, if you look for something in the Bible, you say, God said or uh, told such and such a person in the Bible, you must eat meat because you will live a long time. God, the thing God was specific about when he, uh, Jesus talked to Paul about children obeying this, when he, uh, you know, 
you will live longer days. Then you have to understand what he meant by that because it seemed like it is, today it seemed like it contradicted itself. You have to connect the dots. Do you told you listen to the days of God when he told Israel there was only certain type of meats that they can eat. They weren't allowed to eat all the meat. If you want to get a biblical perspective, you have to go there. See? You will have the other side debunk you on that because God did not allow Israel, not, not the Gentiles, he did not allow Israel to eat every type of meat or fowl or whatever like that. It was specific uh, things that they was only allowed to eat. What was the main reason? I don't know. It doesn't give a main reason, but there was God's way of of, of having a, a certain way that Israel had to line up with his ways. See? Reason I'm saying this is you have to be very careful when you say God want us to do this and God want us to do that because the Bible says this. See? That's the importance of connecting the dots, you know. The Bible doesn't tell you everything. The Bible gave us the ability to know things ourselves, to figure these things out as a believer with the Holy Spirit. See, so when we start getting into debates about which diet is better, the carnivore or the vegan, uh, I'd rather stay away from that. I've never done a vegetable diet. So I can't knock it. I just hear other people knock it. I've never done a vacant. I was thinking about it, but I have no, I can't knock it because, you know, I can't go by nobody else, whatever like that. But I have done the keto. I have done the Atkins. I have done the low carb. So I can talk about that. I can lift that up because I've done that. I can't say that about the vegetarian diet because I've never done that because I've never wanted to be just a person that eat only vegetables because why I like meat see you you understand what I'm saying so if that vegetarian diet works for you that's good I don't think from what the knowledge I know now that you're going to get every nutritional benefit from just eating vegetables I don't think so I don't think you're going to get uh, matter of fact you're not but what about if you're eating all meat do you have to have carbohydrates? If that's the true, what these doctors are saying, and I'm not saying this, but if it's true that you can only eat meat and you don't need carbohydrates to get all the nutritional values, is that proof? Uh, is it really a hundred percent? Well, nothing's going to be a hundred percent, so I'm not going to put nobody on the line like that. You know? You're basing that as an evolutionist on your past ancestors or past so-called mammals or whatever like that 150, 60,000 years ago. See, you're basing it on that, that they always been meat eaters and you've done your research based on a lot of other doctors' theories because you weren't living back there then. So we just we base a lot of our stuff on the information that we learned, even as a Christian, you know, in the Bible. 
besides the Bible. We learn it from someone else. You know, I, I talked about that a few shows ago, traditional, and the way we get our information. We don't come out knowing things. We learn information from our surroundings and, you know, different things like that. So a lot of doctors that's talking about their ancestors, they got it from someone else. You know, because they can't prove it by saying they just researched it and found out that it was true. So what they're believing, which they knock us for, they're believing in evolution by what? That faith. <laughs> but their numbers change so much. Could you prove 150,000 years ago that even man was alive or anything was living or your ancestors was living? Did you ever think about you could be just going back too far? It could be about a, just a, uh, uh, 149,000 years too much that you put on it and it could only be six or 7,000 years? Would that make it so wrong for your theory for why the carnival diet will work? Would that make it so wrong? Why you got to go back so far? It makes it harder for you to prove it. It makes more people question it. That's bold enough to question it, but some people are too scared to question it because they feel they're not smart enough. You, you have too many numbers and use a lot of words because you sound like you know everything don't mean you knowing everything and everything you're saying is correct. That's anybody. You just sound good saying it. That's anybody. An evolutionist or a creationist. Okay? Alright. Now, since I said all that, I still believe in the low-carb, high-protein diet is one of the best diets out there. If you do it right, if you mentally think about it first and if you stick with it, I believe it is. I believe it is. Not based on a creationist belief that God ordained it or based on an evolutionary belief of ancestors 150 theologians a million years ago. I just know it works. See, I just know it works. You have medicines. This is how I can say you have medicines. And I'm not into medicines a lot. That makes you feel better. Tylenol takes away headaches. If it's just a plain old headache, it takes away. I just I like the uh I like a leave. I have faith in that. It takes away a headache. Was it ordained by God? You follow what I'm saying? Tylenol was it ordained by God? Certain things that was made by man and they they created it, not created it. Yeah, they developed it and scientifically put things together. You know, as far as that, they they learn how to put uh, skin grafts and they learn how to do dentistry and everything like that. They use certain anesthetics and uh, stuff like that, and they use certain parts of the animal to use the heel like that and everything like that. You know, was that ordained by God? I can say it's allowed by God. Just like evil is allowed by God. Not condoned by God, but it's allowed by God. So you're like in this, this conundrum when it comes to that, when you start putting God's name in it. And you're in another conundrum, more of a conundrum when you start using evolution theories and that is why these things work. You understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying. See? 
So when it comes to this carnivore diet, it does bother me. I would be lying if I said it didn't. If they didn't spend so much time on evolution theories. Just stick to the signs you found over such and such a years ago because you don't have no backup proof for that 150, 200,000 ancestry stuff. You either looked up, up and found it in somebody else's book or whatever. You don't know that. And you're going to bump some heads with some Christians and agnostic believers. So, I believe this diet works because now this is my conclusion my conclusion i know low carb high protein diet works without even having the science and data in my pocket because i am the proof i am the proof if you look at me compared to just a couple of months ago on my pictures and i have lost more lost more inches than weight because the amazing thing about the keto diet, you lose inches in your neck area, whatever like that, and your stomach go down. The reason I know that, even though the scale don't show as much, I know I lost inches because I could, again, I could pull my pants over my belly, which I could not do. It always had to stay under. Now, it hurt or leave a, a little uh, mark if I try to put it over, but I could just basically lift it over my stomach now. But that's not enough for me. I want to get to the point that I can start going down in waist sizes, and that's going to happen. See? Now, my experience of doing the Atkins diet and some of the keto and stuff like that, the high-protein, low-carb weight always worked for me, always, when it came to losing weight. And I mean it when I say always, when it came to losing weight. I have not been on it long enough to just say, okay, this is it for me. Okay, but I believe it is. So, I, because I have to be honest with myself, I believe it is if I stick with it. I'm going through these few jitteries and changes and everything, but I bought some electrolyte. I used a liquid and I'm, I put into something because I tried to just drink with water, man. I'm still a taste person. I'm still growing, man. I can't get used to just tasting that mineral taste. I, I get nauseated sometimes. I can't do it, so I got to add some sweet to it. Uh, you know, sweetener, not sugar, but sweetener, you know, to it to give it some taste. The little twitches, remember I talked about the cons. See, I'm having these twitches and stuff like that. You know, I just need some more electrolytes. The reason I'm saying all this is because I don't want to leave you blind. I want you to understand there is some cons in the keto carnivore diet that need to be talked about more. I talked about that on my other podcast. And I will bring it up again. There is some cons in the keto diet. There's cons in all the diets, but I'm just specifically talking about keto. You hear, you hear horror stories in a vegan diet, the vegetarian diet, Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig, you know, Slim Fast. You hear stories that people get really messed up sometimes on diets. So it's not just a keto, see, but most, most people are not going to keto with the keto flu and different things like that. But I'm letting you know, like I did yesterday on the last show, there is cons. But I'm not going to talk about cons today. This is just an 
interruption from the next guest I'm going to have on, on there talking about keto. And the majority of the time, I'm going to be, he's going to be talking about how, what the benefits that keto can do for you. Because I gave you the cons first. Remember, and I wanted you to look up the cons. I gave you the cons first. So you don't have to uh, question if you should go on. You don't have to question what's going on with you if that happened. Remember, it's not a guarantee. I know Dr. Barry said it will, but, you know, then this other doctor said, you know, a lot of times it don't. So, you know, they can't even agree on a lot of things, you know. What don't you expect? People don't agree on the Bible. My point is, you're going to have that. You're going to have that. So you got to take it with a grain of salt and just say, okay, you got to test it because you can't knock nothing unless you test it. If you're going to knock it, uh, at least you know you test it. But if you're not going to test it, just stay neutral because you don't know unless you test it on yourself. I, I tested uh, what diets I have tested. I had done Slim Fast. Did I do Weight Watchers? Well, Jimmy created one of them. But the small boxes disappointed me, you know. I went into the carbs and stuff all that way, you know. But, you know, some doctors, some diets just impressed me. I even tried Dick Gregory's Bahamian diet, that nasty powder diet. You got to drink about that two glasses of that stuff. I couldn't get to that nasty taste. And they said it tastes good, man. You got to put so much stuff in there just to give it a taste. It's like you're drinking sand with sugar. <laughs> no. So I tried. Not a lot, but several other diets. But the most successful one when it came to weight loss has been the high-protein, low-carb diet for me. For me. So, one thing I know now, I have learned my body and what diet is best for me. See? And it's another diet I tried. I tried the, uh, what the, oh, forget it. A diet that taught you what fruit foods you should be eating uh, by the frame of your body, male and female. So, just say for instance, if you are an obese person and they have a they had a chart that's showing an obese person, and you told them the biggest parts that was on the body, the breast for the man, the belly, legs, thighs, and stuff like that. They went to different sizes. If you just say, okay, this is my size over the 200 and stuff, and what, what would be the best foods for the lose weight on a person that's 30, 40, 50, 60 pounds uh, overweight? You know, I think ethnicity has to do with it too, overweight. And this was, this was a pretty cool diet. So what they did, According to a chart, they had a chart of certain uh, meals, not meals, but certain, you know, like meat, grains, and, you know, stuff like that, that matches up with your body frame. Those are the meats that you must eat for your body frame. I, But the dirt, you couldn't use no, you had to eat blood. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? 
Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Your home is more than the sum of its parts and creating a truly extraordinary space is about more than picking the perfect products. That's why the experts at Ferguson Bath, Kitchen and Lighting Gallery are here to help you throughout the entire process to create a home that's as unique as you are. Bring your vision to us. Schedule your showroom consultation and see more from brands like Monogram at build.com slash Ferguson. Bland food, I mean bland food, that means you could not season it at all. Not even butter or none of that. You had to eat it all bland. And that's why I stopped that diet because it was, and also you had to eat six times a day. Six small portions a day was that diet. I lost weight on that diet. I sure did. I lost weight on that diet. So it is other diets that you can lose weight on. So I don't want you to think it's not. You have to find out what's best for your body. And the most closest one that's been best for my body has been the high-protein, low-carb diet. Especially when it comes to the obese, overweight. Not the person that's trying to lose 5 or 10 pounds. The obese that's when you start seeing the results. The, the smaller person will not unless they see results in energy and nutrition. But far as the weight, the heavier you are, the more results, the more fat that needs to be ate. You understand what I'm saying? The more you go in those ketosis, and then you'll, you start eating fat, see, the more obese that you are. So this diet always worked for me. Now I have learned to get through Unless it gets so bad that I can't even get off my feet, but you know, hopefully that don't happen. I doubt it. But my point is, I'm learning. I'm educating myself more and more because I'm. I said it early. I'm looking for a lifestyle change on this diet, not just some temporary. That's so why I'm not timing my weight. This diet has been known to know when you reach your certain weight because how it will not. Ha- have to eat the fat and stuff no more because you it ain't like you go keep eating you go get so skinny you're gonna shred and disappear no 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 this diet uh from what i'm learning knows exactly when your body is healthy it don't need to lose fat no more because it's taking all those fat issues you understand that's if you stick with it and this diet has been proven, not with me because I didn't stay on long enough, but in others it has been proven. I, uh, I heard this doctor say even a person that was male, not malnutritious, but underweight, went on one of these diets and picked up weight. It almost like exactly the nutrients of eating this meat knew exactly what areas this person was underweight and need to pick it back up. You understand? So it's a lot of benefits, the pros, uh, double or even triple the cons on a keto diet. I have no doubt about that. I just have a problem when they start talking about the beginnings, the evolution of beginnings. That's what I have an issue with, you know. And, you know, and then you look at it in a Christian perspective, you know, in which you don't have to do that. But I'm not, I won't stop you from doing it. That's cool, too. You know, but don't get so stuck on that. Just enjoy it while you can. Just try it while you can because you can lose mentally. You can get so focused on carnivore or 
why we should be doing it. You miss you miss the real the benefits of what it's doing to your body because you make it a religion. You start worshiping the carnivore. You don't want to get so caught up in a diet that you you you're not even focusing on God's spiritual. You focusing on this diet. And you're learning so much. Sometimes I have to catch myself. We can study so much stuff and then make excuses or not to study the Bible. <laughs> Let me say this again. This is going to hurt a lot of people. But I'm saying it to myself too. We can get caught up in studying so many things, and next thing you know, I haven't read the Word of God. I said, "Wait a minute! I ain't read the Bible in two days because I've been so focused on this carnivore diet, on this diet." We have to be careful as a believer, and I'm talking to myself too. Have to be careful. As a believer, don't get caught up on this diet or names or anything like that. See, the enemy will find even a good thing to distract you. If you hear those sirens, it's because I'm in an area well close to downtown area. You're going to hear sirens at this time anyway, because things happen. Then you got your clowns out there, so this is late. So. It is true. I'm not saying this is it, but the freaks come out at night or just somebody. Things happen, see, like late at night more than anything, you know, in this area. But anyway, I just wanted to get that off my chest and educate myself as well as educate you all about some of these doctors. Uh, Tony Campbell, I don't know if he's a Christian or not, I don't know, but he's right here in my area, the Chicago area. I, I, would, I would like to meet Tony because he's a, 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 a metabolic, bolic, he calls it, keto, low, uh, high protein, low carb uh, doctor, you know, practitioner, whatever you want to call him. And uh, I'm basically... If I want to talk to a doctor, I want to know about the science of today. You know, don't come with me the ancestors of 150, 200,000. I don't, you're not getting me with that. Stick to maybe 100 years or more ago that you really know of. You don't really know about back then. You might have heard because there is no proof of a back then a million years ago. There is no million, 150,000 years ago back then. I don't believe it is, you know. So stick to what you know in a time frame, even in your time frame, or, you know, literally, get out the evolution because everybody's not into your evolution. It's the same, I won't keep throwing creation on you. Let's just stick to the diet that works. See, okay. When it comes to salvation, when it comes to biblical things, yes, we could talk about that. If the conversation was about evolution, we could talk about that. If the conversation was about creation or Christianity, we could talk about that. But let's not mix that in on your belief about, you know, why this diet here is destined for us to be doing. See, because there's many other diets out there that works for people. And everybody is not into the keto thing or eating a lot of meat. Because that's most definitely required on a high-protein, low-carb diet. Some people don't need to do that and they lose weight. 
It's for the ones that have a hard time losing weight, you know, for one reason or the other. That's all I have to say about it. It's for me. I'm not looking at the other diet. You know, if I find something else, maybe. But I don't want to keep jumping diet to diet. I just want to know what's right for my body. What works for me, health-wise, more than just losing weight. Because I'm tired of being fat. I'm tired of being called a traditional big bone that makes everything sound good while I'm fat. Give me an excuse to just say why I'm fat because my family big bone. But we tear it up all, I'm just big bone. And then you just fat. <laughs> And you don't have to be fat because your mom and your dad and everybody in your past was fat. You don't have to be fat. I understand the metaphor, but you don't have to be fat. Yes, it rubs off. No doubt about that. It could be genetic. I don't doubt that. But you don't have to stay fat. You don't have to follow that traditional way that made them fat to make you fat. See, you don't. I don't go there. See, even a so-called big bone person don't have to stay big bone and fat. Well, fat anyway. You, you understand what I'm saying? All right? Body of Christ real talk. Now, I'm going to get back on doctors that's explaining the benefits of this. Basically, he's talking about the keto. The carnivore, all of them work the same. The only difference is the carnivore might work faster because all you're eating is meat, you're not eating no carbs. That's the only difference. But the same steps to keep yourself hydrated, like the electrolytes and uh, magnesium, it depends on the, on the food that you are eating. You have to have you have the same rules in all these diets. The only difference is, is carbohydrate, carbohydrate intake. That's the only difference. Carbohydrate intake. And the carnivore and the lion are diet focused more on protein plus fats, more than the keto. Keto talks about fat too, but it doesn't put fat first, like sometimes like the, I don't think the carnivore either, but you know, they put a lot of emphasis on fat. Everybody don't like fat, see? So some people might just want a little lean and you still will lose weight. But my point is that's the strictness of a carnivore. Carnivore to be a full carnivore, you know, and you got some someone just really aggressive. Man. I mean, they just aggressive, man. You know, don't come aggressive with me. You know, what works for you don't work might not work for me. Let me choose. You know, what I like to do. See, I'm doing a carnivore now, but the majority of my carnivore is not red meat. See, uh, majority of my carnivore is chicken eggs, and some ground beef. But the majority of my carnivore has been chicken and eggs and bacon. Now I've got, I've got the sardines in it. Now and I'm going to try a little uh, mackerel and stuff in my diet. You, uh, uh, Aggressive carnivore wouldn't call that a carnivore, but that's you. You're not the father of carnivore or even the name. So I'm not, you're not a master of it. See? Whatever meat that makes you feel or what you like, that's the meat that you eat. Don't be thinking you have to eat organs or raw meat or steaks. Eat all what meats that you like on this diet. That's the freedom of being on a high protein, low carb 
diet. That's the freedom. Some people get caught up with trying to eat like these doctors and eat like these people. Don't get caught up with that because some of them stop eating certain things. See? Don't get caught. That's why I'm, I'm trying to tell you how to somewhat start off. See? You can't just grab and do like everybody else do. I'm not going to do that. See? Pick foods. Whatever meat you like, that's the meat you eat. See? But you just have to learn to be creative. It's okay to try other things, but you don't have to eat every. You don't have to eat steak all the time like a lot of them do, or beef or uh, uh, lamb or whatever like that. That's them, and sometimes they can afford that stuff. Sometimes you just have to go as low as bologna and processed bologna, whatever. It's not the best, and I'm not. I'm not advising that, you know, or recommending that. I, I might say, but I'm just saying, eat what's best. For for you or what you can afford. Spam or, you know, potted can, you know, sausages and stuff like that, what you can afford. It will, it's better than eating sugar and a lot of carbohydrates, that's my point. Especially the bad carbs. But we all must know sugar got to go. Junk food got to go. Man, I used to big, I used to come home with big potato chips, salt and sour, because I love salt and sour. And, Orange Cheetos, the puffs, I don't like the other, they were just too hard for my teeth. But the puffs are the ones somewhat melt in your mouth. I, I, I go to work, I get my four thighs, but I get a slice of coconut, I mean German chocolate cake. Sometimes I get, I used to get two German chocolate cakes and stuff like that. I found myself constantly eating when I wasn't hungry. But I used to eat just for taste. I don't do that now. The next time I will eat, Lord's willing, it'll be sometime tomorrow around 1.30 or 2. My last meal was 6 o'clock p.m. My next meal is going 6.30 p.m. My next meal will be about 1.30 or 2 o'clock p.m., around 16 hours. That's my intermediate fasting where I don't eat nothing. See, that lets the ketosis keep going in and everything. That's what I do, so I eat two meals a day. And my menu, basically, not only, but it has just been mostly bacon, eggs with cheese, butter. Uh, what else did I have been eating? I've done a few pork chops before, but lately it's just been that. Now I'm adding, I heard about the sardines, the benefits of sardines. I got, I ordered about 18 cans of sardines. I eat some sardines. You know, it's different things like this. So I'm eating different things now. Then I go back and I start eating some beef patties. I used to have beef pippin one third or one fourth beef patties. I ate about two or three of those. It depends on the beef, real beef with the fat. I'm not talking about fake beef, you know, soybean. I'm talking about real beef, stuff like that. So that's what I eat. But mainly it's a lot of eggs, a lot of chicken, especially dark meat. I don't eat the white meat too much. Not that I'm not crazy about white meat. So all my meat is dark with the bone, with the with the skin and everything like that. I got my bone broth. I got my beef broth. I haven't even opened those up yet. So I'm still in the early stage of this carnivore diet. I use salt, but I use a, a salt called real salt. I don't use regular salt no more. I did before, so I got the real salt. I'm going to get some more stuff for real salt and stuff like that. I haven't used condiments. I do use is mainly mustard. Uh, I know there's others, and then I might give me some more for my sardines to make a little more. And I like sardines. That's that's a good thing. Everybody don't eat sardines, but I, I like sardines. But I, I can't see myself eating it three days straight. Ain't no way. But 
I get the good benefits of it, but I'm just saying I just have to change up. But my point is, whatever you have at that time, meat-wise, use it if you're going to go on this diet. Carnivore I'm talking about, but I'm not talking about this in this series. I'm talking about the keto. The keto is still, to me, one of the best uh, uh, recommendations to start if you want to do this, the keto diet or the Atkins diet. Because they allow you carbohydrates, at least 20 grams, mainly just green, leafy vegetables and salads, which is good, which is good. So I recommend you start that. You will still, you know, lose a lot of weight. Some people faster than others. Depends how bad your diet was and how much sugar you had in it. And don't forget about you may get the keto flu. You may. And I say you will, but you may get the keto flu, you know. So... I recommend that if you are interested in doing that, if you really need to lose some weight, my recommendation is the high-protein, low-carb diet. Whether you eat a lot of meat or not. But I'm going to tell you, you need to eat the meat. You need to eat the meat. You ain't got to eat the fat, but at least eat the protein. At least eat the protein, okay? And if you can't do that, this diet is not for you. Just try the vegetarian diet or vegan, whatever. As long as you get that weight off you, see, Long as you get that weight that's causing you to have diabetes and everything like that, get it off you. It's okay, all right. You know, I started walking yesterday, Lord. You know, well, day before yesterday is later now. Sunday, I took me a walk, a couple of laps around a park called Ada Park in my area in Chicago. I took a couple of laps. Uh, it felt pretty good, you know. I, my feet didn't cramp as much, and I'm still having problems going up the stairs because of the weight that I have on me, and affecting my knees. And maybe a lot of you can understand that affected my knees. But my edema, I had one leg kind of fatter than the other because my blood wasn't circling, and that was edema for all that fluid down there. My edema have went down on my right leg, so I know that something happened. I don't get this heartburn. I haven't got a heartburn in a while. You know, I still get somewhat gas once in a while, more than I want. But the heartburn, I'm sleeping better, just in a little bit over a month. So I know it works. And I will keep you up with the results and everything. What's going on on this carnivore, all beat, no carb diet. Because I'm not eating no carbs, no veggies, no fruits, none of that, just on meat. I'm going to try this month for month. I'm going to try to go 90 days or even longer. But we will see. We will see. God bless you. This is Joseph Brownie, Body of Christ Real Talk. Remember, what's more important than your physical diet is your spiritual diet. The more, Something that's more important than your physical diet is your spiritual diet for the unsaved and the saved. The first of all, the unsaved need to be saved to even talk about a spiritual diet. See? Because without a good spiritual diet, you're never going to be out of obesity. And you say, what you mean by that, Joe? Because you have nothing in there to rejuvenate that spirit, to get that junk out of you. So, spiritually, you are dead. Your spirit man is dead. Man as a man and woman. Your spirit man is dead and needs to be made alive. The King James Bible calls it quickened. And need to be made alive. See, that's the first thing you must do. See, you are already dead in the spirit. Ain't no diet is going to help you, period, spiritually. 
It can help you physically and you can look great. But spiritually, there's no help for you until your diet be raised, made alive, quickened. And the only way that can happen is through the blood of Jesus Christ by believing what he done, his death, his burial, and his resurrection, which is the main power because without his resurrection, there will be no salvation. Under this dispensation, there will be no salvation without his resurrection. Okay? All right? So you believe that according to 1 Corinthians 15, 1 and 4, if you have a Bible, I ask you to read that. If you don't have a Bible, get a Bible. The reason I can say it that boldly because Bibles are everywhere and you can't get away from physical Bibles. And if you can't find a physical Bible, which I, I wouldn't believe that, you have your phone. They have many Bible apps, many Bible apps, so it's no excuse, okay? <laughs> Download it, all right? No excuses. But that's the way to be saved. Forgiveness. You have already been forgiven. The world has, according to 2 Corinthians 5 and 19. So just remember this as I've often been saying lately, and I mean it's from the heart. You do not have to be saved first to be forgiven because you already have been forgiven. Now you can be saved. God bless you all. Love you all. Peace out. Bye-bye. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.